If you are joining with us via Zoom, if you are joining with us via Facebook Live, I welcome you. I, I, I'm excited to be in the place uh, of holy ground. And so uh, if you are a visitor, I encourage you to, to, uh, to put into the chat section or the comment section your name and, and your church affiliation. And if there's no church affiliation, that's all, that's all right. You don't have to make it up. You know, I understand some of us are, belong to the um, uh, Church of the Heavenly Sheets or, 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 the, or first, first, um, first Church of Pillowcase. I, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. Don't put it in, don't put it in, don't put that in. But just put your name because we just want to greet you personally. And I got to tell you, I'm just, I'm just so excited. I, I, I didn't sleep last night. I didn't sleep last night. I just had to get to this place. And I, and I got on my knees and said, Lord, just make a way for me to be right back in St. Mark's. So I'm just excited about what God is going to do. So, so this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. We're going to have an invocation, after which we're going to hear some music. Oh, we're going we to shout today. And, and then we're going to pray. We're going to have an intercessory prayer. And, 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 and if there is a particular person or persons that you would like to lift up in prayer, uh, please, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm just so excited to be here. If there's a person that you want to pray for during this time, I mean, I have a list. During the week, email me. Let me know who you want on the prayer list. And so we can lift up their names to God, all right? So right now, I'm, I'm turning it over. I'm not sure who's doing the invitation this morning. I'm sorry. I just don't know. But I, I know somebody's going to pray that the Holy Spirit will come and bless this service. Hallelujah. 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 Father, Father, Father. I stretch my hands to thee, no other help I know. Lift up your hands, O ye gates. Be lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord's arm strong and mighty, the Lord's mighty in battle. Father God, we come before you thanking you for last night's sleep and slumber. Thank you that you rose us this morning. Thank you for food, clothes, and shelter. Thank you, Lord God, that you allowed us to be on this Zoom this morning. We want you to bless each and every person that's under the sound of my voice, Lord God. Whatever the needs and whatever the cares are, Lord, touch right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we know there are some that couldn't get out of the bed this morning. There are some that didn't have food to eat this morning. But Lord, we are here to lift up your name on high. We pray and ask you as we go through the service, Lord God, that you will save a soul. You will bless a home. You will bless the homeless. You will bless those that are down and out, Lord God. Touch them right now in the name of Jesus. We are, Lord, looking to have, Lord, the word to come into our heart from your, preach, from your preacher today that will give us more energy to run on and see what the end will be. We ask you, Lord, now to just bless each and every person that's under the sound of my voice. Those that need you, Lord God, right now that can't get out of the bed, touch them right now. Those that are around, Lord God, the table praying need something from you right now. Hear their cry, hear their cry, hear their cry. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank you for our church family, Lord God. Bless our pastor today, Lord. Give him the unction, give him the word, Lord God, and let him bring it forth boldly, Lord God. And we just thank you for what you have done. We thank you for what you're doing. And we thank you for what you're going to do in advance. Give it all to you because it all belongs to you. I pray this prayer in Jesus' name. And we say amen, amen, and amen. God be the glory.
Good morning, good morning, good morning. I love it. Good morning, St. Mark. How's everybody doing today? Everybody all right? We are honored to be here with you to serve another Sunday with you and to just and we just thank God already for keeping you these days that we have not been together. May God continue to guide and keep you. We put together some more songs for you and a beautiful uh, backdrop here. Come on, Sam, give me my song. Let me sing my song. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, 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 to break every chain. Now I started that before Sam was ready, y'all, so we're going to take it from the top because I want y'all to hear my husband who is an awesome musician who has put this music together. We're going to try that one more time. There is power in the name of Jesus. There we go. Thanks, Sam. Sorry, babe. So if you will go into praise, God. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power. To break every chain, 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 to break every chain. There is power in that name of Jesus. There is power. There is power in the blessed name of Jesus to break every chain, to break every chain, to break every chain. It's gonna break every chain, to break every chain, to break every chain. Listen, there's an army rising up don't worry y'all there's an army rising up there's an army Yes, 
give you rest. So put it at the Lord's feet and he will break every chain, y'all. Listen. I hear the chains falling. That's when your faith is lined up, y'all. You'll hear the chains. I hear the chains falling. When you trust in him and lead not to your own understanding, you'll hear. chain to break every chain to break every chain god bless you say mark god bless you thank you lord thank you jesus in the name of jesus are we going to have a reading of the scripture now or am i going to break it into intercessory prayer go ahead i will be reading isaiah 4110, the NRSV version. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. Amen. 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 The word of God for the people of God, the presence of Almighty God. Um, I want to start something new here at St. Mark. I, I, I want to put a prayer list together that we can um, put on the screen and we can lift up the names of those who uh, are on our heart and on our soul. So what I'm going to ask is if you have a specific prayer request for a specific individual, you don't have to tell me what their problem is or their issue, but if you could just send it to me or put it in the comment section, can we pray for so-and-so? And we are going to have a list that we will we will put on the screen and we will lift up these names to our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. On this day, there are certain names that I would like to lift up. Um, I'd like to lift up our Bishop Gregory G.M. Ingram and our Episcopal Supervisor. I'd like to lift up our Presiding Elder and, and, I, and his wife. I'd like to lift up uh, my family, my children. Um, I specifically lift up uh, Andrea Cantu and Renee Martin and Natalie Martin. Uh, my, my daddy used to say, you got to call out the names of people, their phone names when you pray for them. So there is no mistake in the heavens who you're praying for. And pray for my son, Tracy Martin, and, and pray for my wife, the first lady of this church, Maria Martin. Pray for your pastor. 
I, I lift up the names of my colleague, my friend, my office mate, David Magruder, who uh, last Friday I was informed had a, a stroke and a heart attack. Uh, he's a young man, he, he barely over the age of 50 years old. I lift up his name and I lift up his wife, the preacher, that you will give her strength and that you, Father God, that you will touch the hem of your garment, even though right now he's having trouble even feeling or, or breathing, but I feel the power of God going right now to Columbia Presbyterian Hospital to touch him. I lift up the members of St. Mark's. I lift up Gloria Mishu. I lift up uh, uh, Sister Wilson. I lift up Edward Gordon. I lift up Sherman McCoy and all the officers and members of this church who keep this place on. So those are the names who I lift up. But I'm not so naive to believe that the, 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 that, that my list is, is fully encompassing. So right now, as we go to the throne of grace, I ask you, wherever you are right now, to lift up the name of someone that needs to hear from God, stand in the gap for them right now. I'll give you a second, just lift them up. Say their name out loud. Yes, 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 I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. Lift them up. Now let us go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, I'm, I come to you today to say thank you. Oh, Father God, I, I thank you because it did not have to be. I thank you, Father God, because you, for whatever reason and for whatever purpose, you allowed me to be in this place one more time. And so for that, Father God, I say thank you. We thank you, Father God, as a community of believers that we come together to, to give you honor and give you glory and to worship you. We thank you, Father God, for all that you're doing. We thank you, Father God, for the prayers that have already, already been answered. We thank you, Father God, for the souls that have already been saved. We thank you, Father God, for the healing that has already taken place. Father God, we declare it in the name of Jesus. You say we're two or three are gathered in your presence. You are there with us. So, Father God, we, we give you thanks and we give you praise for, for, the, for the prayers that you've already answered, for the promises that you have already delivered on, for the homes that have already been blessed, for the saints that have already been strengthened. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you in the precious name of Jesus. Now, Father God, I'm asking you to go into every hospital room. And I'm asking you to go into every prison cell and every jailhouse. I'm, I'm asking you, Father God, to go in every homeless shelter. Father God, I'm asking you to touch every person who is sick or shut in, Father God, and allow them to know the glory of God. Let them feel your power and let them see your glory. I, I, I pray for my church family, or whether they are members of St. Mark or those who just tune in on, on my Facebook Live or Zoom, Father God, Hear the prayer in the name of Jesus. I agree and I declare it in the name of Jesus. Father God, you say whatever you ask in my name. Ha, it shall be done. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, we're declaring that anxiety and depression be lifted from those under the sound of my voice. In the name of Jesus, we're declaring that cancer be removed. Oh, I lift up Lonnie Jones. I lift up all those dealing with cancer and, and sickness, oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I, I, I lift up those that are in financial hardships and, and, and don't know how they're going to eat. Father God, you are your whole entire you will provide. 
Now, Father God, have your way during this service. I, 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 I just can't stop right there. I lift up my mother and my brothers and my sisters. Yes, Lord. I lift them up in the name of Jesus. Have your way. Have your way during this, this service. Allow your spirit to move. Remove every demonic influence and every demonic spirit that will try to ruin this worship experience. And Brother God, whatever the harvest may be, we will give you all the glory and all the praise in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Uh, after the next selection, we'll see what word they lose from above. Amen. The prayers of the righteous availeth much. When Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. So y'all come on and catch right on and sing it with us as Sam is getting my music together.
that have already been mended. Now have your way during this worship experience. Let this broken vessel preach from a position of authority and divinity. Father God, let your message come forth, reduce Paul, and increase Jesus. Father God, we just thank you for another experience. Have your way. Have your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. For the next few moments that are mine, I'm going to preach from the subject matter. Now, this is not good English, but it is a good word. I ain't scared. I ain't scared. I ain't scared. Um, there is debate among modern theologians on how many times the phrase do not be afraid is mentioned in our Bible. If we were to Google it, you don't need to do it now, but if you were to Google it, there are some who say these words are mentioned 365 times. That means every day of the year, our God is telling somebody, do not be afraid. Modern technology has allowed us to conduct a word search of our Bible. And there are some who will argue that these words, do not be afraid, are mentioned some 189 times in our Bible. And whether it is 365 times or 189 times, it matters not to me. Because if we were to go to the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, our Redeemer, our Savior, our Deliverer, our Good Shepherd, the one who is referred to as Wonderful Counselor and Mighty God and Everlasting Father and Prince of Peace, uh, the one who is referred to as the bright and morning star, the one who is referred to as the Alpha and the Omega. Yes, I'm talking about the name of Jesus. He has made it clear that none of us are to be afraid. 
Well, where do I get it from? Where do I get that from? Well, you just go to Matthew, the 8th chapter, the 26th verse. Just go to Matthew, the 10th chapter, the 26th verse. Just go to Matthew, the 14th chapter, the 27th verse. Just go to Matthew, the 17th chapter, the 7th verse. Just go to Mark, the 4th chapter, the 40th verse. Just go to Mark, the 5th chapter, the 36th verse. Just go to Mark, the 6th chapter, the 50th verse. Oh, you can go to Dr. Luke, the 5th chapter, the 10th verse. You can go to Luke, the 8th chapter, the 50th verse. You can go to Luke, the 12th chapter, the 4th through the 7th verse. You can go to John, the 6th chapter, the 20th verse. You can go to John, the 14th chapter, the 27th verse. And every one of those verses, and even more, Jesus declared, do not be afraid. And if Jesus said it, then why do we struggle with it? Why, why, why is there some who live in fear? Why are there so many believers that are living afraid? Well, I mean, why are those who claim to worship our God seem to dwell with the, in the tombs or with the tomb of the devil. Because you do know the spirit of fear is demonic. Why? Why are we scared? Well, judging from the current climate in this country, that could be a reason for many of us to be scared. When, when, when we're confronted with racists, who are in positions of authority. When, when we see the tenacity of those who hate us because of the color of our skin. When, when we observe the unmitigating goal of those who want to turn the clocks back. When, when we see those who are offended by the fact that we have no patience for a Confederate flag. We have no patience for Confederate thinking. And those who care less about justice and have no empathy for the have-nots. Oh, yes, I can understand why there are those who live in fear. A couple weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, someone sent me uh, words from a young poet named Elaine Griffin Baker. And as I read the words of the whole poem, it helped me understand why we are a nation, a country, that at this current time are living in fear. I just want to read a portion of the poem to you. It went a little bit like this. Where did that country go? Where did all the fun and the joy and expressions of love and happiness go? We, we used to be a country that did the ice bucket challenge and raised millions for charity. We used to have a president that called and sued the nation instead of dividing it. And a first lady that planted gardens instead of ripping them out. We are rudderless and joyless. We have lost the cultural aspect of society that makes America great. We have lost our mojo, our fun, our happiness. We've lost the cheering on of others. We've lost the shared experience of humanity that makes it all worth it. 
and the challenges and the triumphs that, that we share and we celebrate. The unique can-do spirit Americans have always been known for. We are lost. We have, we have lost so much in such a short amount of time. We are a country that is lost. And that may be a reason for some of us to be afraid. And I have found that what happens on a national level, I dare say, is also happening in our communities and in our churches and in our families. We've given the devil an end. We have allowed the evil one to gain some ground. We have surrendered a little of what we believe, and as a result, we are a people that is afraid. This virus has us fearful of our fellow man. We don't know who has it or who's spreading it, so we stay distant, constantly on guard, and living in fear of catching it. We are a people. that are living in fear. Financially, we, we don't know if we are the next to be let go, if our position will be furloughed, if our jobs will no longer be needed. We are afraid that this economy may never turn around and uncertainty in our pocket can make the best of us afraid. people in fear. We have been quarantined for over six months. And some of us have been home, working in close quarters with our significant other or our spouse. And this day-to-day -day, um, interaction with no break and no, no, no separation has caused some of us, not me, I'm not talking about you firstly, but it has caused some of us to, 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 to pray, uh, it's time for us to go back to work. I need a break. And because these prayers have not been answered, can I tell you, some unanswered prayers can make the best of us. Ah, afraid. Can't go to the doctor. Don't want to go to the emergency room. Can't, can't, can't show up in urgent care because we are told that this is a breeding ground of this COVID. So we suffer in silence from whatever ailment may be afflicting us. And we're afraid. I'm not talking to anybody. In this church, the modern day church is no different. We have been worshiping virtually in this, in this new form of worship. Uh, one way or another will be part of our new normal. Which means some of us are going to have to learn how to use a smartphone. Some of us are going to have to open a computer. Some of us are going to have to learn how to press the button on an iPad. And I know new technology, these modern things, 
member of the church, but you've been listening and watching, and you're not sure, sure about this church thing, but your spirit has been moved, and your heart has been touched, and you want to join, you want to take that step, but what, what would the others think? What, what, what would they say about me? What would they think I want to be a holy roller? But, but I want the peace that that preacher is talking about. But I pause. Because I'm, I'm afraid. Yes, we have fear in our communities. Fear in our families. Fear in our churches. But can I tell you? I came to the corner of Springdale Avenue and, and Glenwood in the city of East Orange to tell somebody on this Sunday morning, do not, do not, do not be afraid. Is, is that what the, this morning's scripture says? Oh, oh, in Isaiah 41, the 10th verse, it says, so do not fear, for I am with you. Do, do, do not be afraid, for I am with you. And as I reflected, as I reflected on that scripture, as, as, I, as I let it play out in my own mind and in my own life, I, I, I could not help myself but think, maybe that is the exact reason why some of us are living in fear. It is not the absence of God, but I submit to you, some of us are living in fear because of the presence of Almighty God. It's the fact that God is present that has some of us scared. Oh, 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 we know that God is omniscient. He knows all. We know that God is omnipotent. He, he has all power. But, but what really scares some of us is knowing that our God is omnipresent. Some of us are scared because we've come to accept that the God that we serve never leaves us. And it, it, it is the presence of this almighty God present all the time that makes some of us shake in our boots. Preach, Christy. Can, can I reveal what I'm talking about? See, 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 see God is present when, when we say we will worship him, but we don't invite anybody to the party. And our failure to evangelize the word of God could be the reason some of us are scared. We claim God is our refuge and our strength and always present in our times of trouble. But let trouble come. And in this life, I've come to learn trouble will come. And where do we go? To the bottle of Jack? Do we light up a joint? Do we jump into another person's bed? Maybe because who we run to first. 
We claim that God is the head of our life. We claim that God is our redeemer and, and, and is our salvation. We claim to be members of the church. But every week, we rob God. And you may say, well, how are we robbing God if we are not bringing the full tithe into the storehouse? We are robbing God. And yes, the fact that we consistently and constantly rob our God should be a reason. For some of us to be scared. Oh, oh, oh. We, we, we claim to be followers of Christ, but we rarely forgive, we rarely testify, we rarely act like disciples of Jesus. And so when we think about what we are doing and realize that our God is ever present, it can cause us to be scared. Oh, we all, we all, from the pulpit to the end of the pew, to every person over Facebook and Zoom, we all need to take a long, hard look at ourselves. We need to reevaluate re our relationship with our God and ask ourselves, do we have a reason to be afraid. I mean, right now, somebody should be a little uncomfortable. Right now, somebody should be asking themselves, is he talking about me? Somebody's undergarment should be mighty tight right now because if nobody else knows, our God knows what we do and what we don't do because our God is ever present. But don't turn me off because I got some good news for you. That same God who is ever-present says, I am. Look at the scripture. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. God does not say I was or I used to be. God, does, God declares that I am. I am present. That is a present tense verb. And, and I am means our God is talking about right now. Our God is not talking about yesterday. Our God is talking about what is currently happening. And I know God was there with us yesterday when we messed up. I, 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 I'm telling you, do not worry about yesterday because God is here in the I am with you now. Don't, don't be scared about where you were last night. I know God was present, but God is speaking to you right now. Don't get down on yourself about what occurred back then, because our God is right now present with you in, a, in your time of trouble. I know you might have been in a jail cell at 2 a.m. in the morning, but don't you worry, because it's okay, because our God is with you in the church right now. I know. Uh, you, you may be worried and you may be dismayed, but God cares about who you are right now, not about who you used to be. Our God is present and ready and willing to accept who you are right now. Our, our God is a great God. Our God is a forgiving God, and if we repent from our sins and turn from our wicked ways, our God will forgive us and heal us. 
And if you were one of the few, I'm not talking to the church people. I'm not talking to the holy rollers. I'm not talking to those who are fire baptized and saved and have the Holy Ghost and go to church four times on the virtual service. No, I, I, I'm not speaking to I need to talk to some real people this morning. If, if, if you had done some wrong, if you were not so perfect and, and you fell short of the glory of God, and but you are you are showing up right now and, and you intend to live a better life and you will try to do the best that you can, then you need to call out to God and pour out your heart and say, Father, forgive me of the sin that I've committed. And can I tell you, God will say, it is done, and you need not be afraid. Don't be afraid because our God is present with you now. But here's the second reason not to be scared. Here's the second reason not to be scared. Do not be afraid because our God will give you strength and provide your help. It's right there in scripture. It's right there. And if you were to open your Bibles after service and read all of chapter 41 of Isaiah, you'd learn a few things about our God. You would learn about what our God has done. God delivered up nations. And God trampled kings under his feet. And God is the first and God is the last. And waters obey him and the earth trembles before him. And our God has all the power in his hand. And we need not be afraid of what but life throws at us because our we are children of the Most High God. And if our daddy has all the power, listen to me. I'm going to preach myself happy. Let me tell you, if God has all the power, then we need not be afraid. Don't be afraid. See, 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 when we need, we need not be scared of what we lack. Because that same God is Jehovah Jireh, he will provide. And, and we need not be scared of what the doctors say, because that same God is Jehovah Rapi. Our God is a healer. We need not be scared of what the, the night comes in the night, because that same God is Jehovah Saloma. Our God is a God of peace. We need not be scared of our enemies or our foes, because that same God is Jehovah Nisi. He's the banner that goes before us. We need not be scared of, 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 of what today may bring because that same God is Jehovah Shammah. Oh, our Lord is there. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we need not be scared for that same God is Jehovah Rock. The Lord is my shepherd. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. Do not be scared, for our God will strengthen us, and our God will help us. I don't know who is, what is scaring you at this very moment, but can I tell you, there's a God that sits high and looks low and answers every prayer. I'm a personal witness, but you cannot be scared. Don't you be scared. Don't be scared. Oh, if you need any more proof, remember the last time you were between a rock and a hard place? Was it a God that picked you up? And remember the last time you were broke, busted, and disgusted? Was it a God who made a way out of no way? Remember the last time you felt abandoned? Don't you know it was God that covered you? And remember the last time and you were just still in your own place? Like the older saints used to say, if it had not been, whoo, for the Lord on oh my 
him, we need not be scared because our God is present. He is I am. And we need not be scared because our God will strengthen us and help us. But here's the third point, and I'm finished. We need not be scared of anything. I'm scared of no man. I ain't afraid of no one. Ain't nobody gonna keep me from doing what I have to do. I ain't scared because I know that God is gonna keep me in our times of trouble. We need not be afraid of any spirit or any demon. We need not worry because we serve a God who makes a promise to us that he will uphold us with his victorious right hand. Go to the scripture, go to the scripture. It says it. I, meaning God, will uphold you, meaning us, with my, meaning God, victorious right hand, meaning Jesus. I think I can say that again. Let me say that again. I, meaning God, will uphold you, meaning us, with my, meaning God, victorious right hand, meaning Jesus. Or oh, you're going to miss your shot. Ah! Somebody should be in their living room doing the, you know, that Holy Spirit thing. Some, somebody should be shouting, Hallelujah! I mean, somebody right now, can I say it again, should not be scared because our God upholds us with his victorious right hand. See, the fight has been fixed. Uh, the enemy has already been defeated. The, the devil already knows the outcome. God has already declared it for us. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. Victory is already declared. You know, when I was a young boy, when I was a young boy, I remember that little church when I was growing up on 7th Street in Erie, Pennsylvania, St. James AME Church where my pastor was Reverend John Gaucher. And I remember how the old saints used to sing the song, Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I, I don't want to see it because I don't want to scare y'all. But, but listen, I told Satan, get thee behind. Victory today is mine. Make no mistake about how it happens. Victory is ours because of God's right hand. You, you do know who's at the right hand of God the Father. You, 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 you do know who Stephen saw before he looked and took his last breath at the right hand of God. You, 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 you do know who Paul wrote about to the church in Rome and to the church in Ephesus and, and the letter to the Hebrews who is at God's right hand. You do know whom I refer to has paved the way to our victory, who has interceded for us. You do know who has our back in our times of trouble. You do know who I'm talking about. He is standing at the right hand of God the Father right now. He upholds us. He has defeated death. He has taken the devil and said, you have no place here. He has told his minions, you better run away from here. He has put dispatched angels for us in our time of trouble. Oh, you got no reason to be scared because we already have the victory and the victory is because of Jesus. It's because of Jesus. It's because of Jesus. We, we, we need not be scared because we have, a, we have Jesus on our side. We need not be scared because Jesus is looking out for us. 
We need not be scared because we serve a Jesus who is speaking for us. We need not be scared because our Jesus dispatches angels for us. We need not be scared because our Jesus is an advocate for us. Yes, because of what Jesus did and what God has allowed, we have the victory. For our God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So the whoever believes in him shall have eternal life. Don't you know we have the victory because of Jesus in every knee? Woo! Shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. I'm not ashamed of my Jesus because of my Jesus. I'm not afraid. And I'm here to tell somebody, don't you be scared. Don't 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 be scared. Oh, I love the name Jesus. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know. What has happened in your life? But I can tell you there's a God who hears every prayer. And there's a God that walks with us and talks with us. That Jesus will be with you no matter where you may go. He's there in the hospital room. He's there in the nursing home. He's there in the club. He's there in the homeless shelter. There's something about the name of Jesus. I cry because I know the power of our God. Be holy. That's what I offer you today. Go to silver, I have none. I don't care if you're out west. 
I don't care if you're in New York, in Connecticut. You can always join because this virtual service is not going anywhere and you can be an active member with us. So if you would like to belong, just type, I would love to be a member of your church. It's not my church. It's Jesus' church. It's not about Methodist. It's not about Baptist. It's not about Pentecostal. It's about Jesus. We want to worship Jesus. We want to make Jesus our example. We, we are going to do what Jesus asks us to do. So if I'm talking to you, don't be scared. Just, just type in the comment section. Just say, I just want to belong. I just want to belong. Oh, about Jesus, about Jesus, about Jesus. It's about Jesus, about Jesus. Yes, I know, I know. So, so that, that's the end of our service. Let, let me say this to you. Let me say this to you. This Wednesday, we're going to have a, a church conference. If you are a member, if you, if you want to be a member, listen, join us on Zoom. Contact me. I would love to talk to you about this uh, worship service, how we can make St. Mark's better and stronger, either virtually or in person. I'm just excited about being a pastor. And then on Fridays, we, we, we give food to the hungry, we give vegetables and whatever we have, we just give it out for free on the corner of Springfield and Glenwood Avenue in the city of East Atlanta. And then next week, my prayer is that we will come together and worship in spirit and in truth. So, my brothers and sisters, as we end this service, I'll be Jesus again. Again, I'd love to be your pastor. And, 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 and listen, if you've been touched by this service, we are trying to do so much work, we need your help. I'm not too proud of it. So, you can go to our website, www.saintsaintmarkame.org. And there's plenty of ways for you to give. Cash App, GiveLify, uh, 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 PayPal. You can give virtually. Or we will get to church today from 11 until 1. You can stop by uh, and, and put your, your tithe or offering in the church mailbox or give it to one of our officers. We will be here. I appreciate all the assistance that you've already given me. And we have great things planned for this church and for this community. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his song. The Lord is with you. Don't be scared. The Lord will be your strength and your help. Don't you be scared. And the Lord will uphold you with his victorious right hand. And that is Jesus of Christ. May God bless you.